the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. From our seventh floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving this Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. It is a Throwback Thursday. Happy day before Friday to Great you. song there. I've always loved this song from Paul McCartney and Wings, 1976. Yep. It's called Silly Love Songs, yep. way before Tiana Bogino's time. Way, way, way. Yes, was born way. in 2006. <laughs> yes. Right? Breaking hard since 2006. That's right. Yeah. What's the new math on that? You were actually born what? 1992. 1992. Mm-hmm. I've, I have yeah. H-spots older than, Do you? than Tiana. A couple of corns, too. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about it. Awesome. Yes. Good to uh, see everybody here on a throwback Thursday. We have special guests in the green room. Jeff and Jackie Jackson. And Dan and I were debating on how to pronounce her name because it's not really spelled like the like you would typical think Jackie. Would be, yeah. Jackie. Yeah, right. Of course, I butchered it, and Dan, being the intelligent one and the handsome <laughs> one, said it's Jackie. Right. I said, isn't it Jackie? <laughs> so thank you very much, and hopefully they'll stay on the show after hearing that I butchered uh, her name. But anyway, they're part of uh, Founders, actually, of Ignite Hope, Voice for the Modern Orphan, They've also got a devotion that's out. It's called, I love this title, God's Got This. Mm. God's Got It. Well, it was 50 years ago today. What, that I was born? No, I'm, I'm not that old. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. 1967, yeah. 50 years ago, the Beatles released Sergeant Pepper's and a classic Beatles uh, album. Mm-hmm. And so far, it sold 15 million wow. copies. Uh, that's a lot of Can copies. You believe that? New box set out today. And uh, they said that uh, it was on uh, number one Billboard uh, 15 weeks, and it went gold in like hours or wow. days or something like that. So you don't see records do that. Of course, you don't see records anymore. But you don't. What's see a that. record, Daddy? <laughs> exactly. Hey, Paul, Paul. What's a what's a record? No, you don't see albums do that much anymore. I don't think so. I don't pay much attention anymore because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I think. The old adage is you kind of listen to the music you grew up with. Right. So I don't really pay attention to the fresh stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, because Elijah's into some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Do they? Do the records hit like that? I don't think so. But of course, Not now you can quickly. get it free pretty much anywhere. Yeah, so you, can. You, know, you don't have the sales numbers like you used to. Right. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How would you like to have the bucks to that, right? Oh, yeah. Millions of record sales. Who wow. who has all? Who gets all that? Uh, is it Paul McCartney that that owns all? I'm those, sure he or? gets a percentage. Mm-hmm. I think he did buy those back. Michael Jackson at one time owned yeah. uh, Lennon McCartney music. Right. Why they let that go, I don't know. But mm. uh, anyway, he bought it back. So, baby, you're a rich man. That's another Beatles song. So uh, 
Anyway, you guys know that I love Facebook, right? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It's, it's the Bible, Facebook, and Wikipedia for me, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> really? It just depends on how I feel. Some days I let Wikipedia shape my world. Really? Some days mm-hmm. Facebook. I checked this out earlier. Have you seen those things uh, where other people find out like their Indian name or their Irish name, and mm-hmm. then you can hit it? Right. Well, uh-huh. I've been doing. Dan knows I've been doing this for. For months. Uh-huh. You've got so many names, we you can't keep it. up with it now. <laughs> well, this is a new one because, you know, our executive producer, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man, Bun, No Socks, Hollywood the Beast, and there's one more name I forgot. Asher is yeah. is, is, is not around, <laughs> so that means that I get to spend more time on, on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is what I found. I hit something yesterday, and it said uh, about my retirement. Now, I'm 57, almost 57. Says I will retire according to Facebook. I'll retire at 63. My wealth will be $26 million. Whoa. Wow. 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 Okay. okay. You make a whole lot more than I do at the station. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> HR, feel it. Yeah, really. I'm thinking that's uh, Indian rupees and not American oh, okay. dollars. Uh-huh. Okay. My health will be at 94%. I will have six dogs and I will live in a country villa. Six dogs. Six, I don't have, you don't even have a dog dogs. right now. So. I don't have any dogs. And mm. then I hit another one. It says, what will you be doing at the end of the world? Have you seen this one? No, I it's haven't. It's a new one. Have you seen this Mm-mm, one? I haven't. All right, I love this. It says at the end of the world that I will be, and this is probably a great surprise to you, mm-hmm. I'll be running down the street naked. Okay. <laughs> yep. <What is> <laughs> Sounds about right. Is that too much information? <laughs> it is. You and Baton Bob will be running down the street together. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked that guy. But I tell you what upsets me. I don't know if you've seen this or not, mm-hmm. uh, and these are my friends. Uh, let me see if I can find <laughs> this picture. I had it up here. You know those memes? It says, bet you won't share this because you're too embarrassed oh, yeah. to have Jesus on your yeah. wall. Oh. That makes me mad. <laughs> that doesn't even That's look like Jesus. Jesus. That's not that Jesus. That looks like it's uh, Obi-Wan Justin, Kenobi. Yep. <laughs> That's Justin Timberlake with a blanket it on his like Here, let, Take a look at that. It does. You want to show that to the watching audience? This uh, also would be known as you and McGregor here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or those that are driving and watching Facebook, yeah. like I do sometimes, that's <laughs> not do Jesus. That. And don't put these on here because I don't like it. That's yeah. ridiculous. I know. I know. To me. Well, you know what would settle me down probably what would is that be? another cup of coffee. I usually I have nine a day. I've only mm-hmm. had I've only had eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you did you speaking of coffee, did you see the uh, the Twitter yesterday that uh, President Trump posted? Uh, it's it was up for quite a while and caused quite a stir and then now it's taken back down because he typed some word yeah. that nobody knows what it means I, I don't know if he just like if it tried to autocorrect mm-hmm. or if he just missed uh, typed something it. it came out kavefe like z o or c o v f e f e instead of I don't know, and he would never say Nobody what it knows. was he was supposed was trying to say. So it's created all these memes and everything. <laughs> and our good friend Ed Wiley, yes. the comedian who does a fantastic Trump impersonation, yes, he does, recorded a video yesterday of all the presidents talking together, and it was funny. Here, here, check this out. I've right. lost my kafifi, and I'm going to need your support to help me find it. Sure, Donnie. You say kafifi, I say kafafa. Guys, I think it's kafifi. <laughs> hey, Donnie, is this it right here? Oh, uh, that's a goat. Been around the world, and I, I, I can't find my kafifi. Are you sure that it's not kafifi? Believe me, <laughs> this kafifi is probably the most beautiful, amazing kafifi of all the kafifis that have ever kafifi. It's fantastic. Yeah, I could really use a Capri Sun and those little straws. 
delicious. Do we know what it looks like? <laughs> hey, Donnie, maybe it's in this missile silo. Uh, that's a grain silo. It's American steel. <laughs> Probably my Kafifi. <laughs> no Fifi? No Fifi. Oh, man. There you Co-fifi. go. Kafifi. Kafifi. Yes. So when we go next door to Starbizzle, we'll ask for a... Kafifi. Kafifi. Yeah. You know, his presidency would go a lot better if he would just share that he loves Jesus. Exactly. You know, or, like, or Obi-Wan Kenobi, either way. <laughs> Justin Timberlake with a bank a blanket yes. on his head. That's funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll post the uh, link to the actual video if you want to watch it, because he gets the facial expressions as well. So. We've got to get Ed Wiley back in the studio. Yes, we do. This would be the dream show, right? Ed Wiley, Lisa Mills, Kay Dodd, Sandy Joy... Anita Renfro. Anita Renfro and Ken, and Ken. in there. Wiggle oh, Ken my goodness. in there. Yeah. Bone Hampton? Bone Hampton? <laughs> All of them together? How can wow. we get this to happen? I we don't need know. to. Do we know? need more microphones, number uh, right. one. Right. That's Is Abby one. still producing for us? Maybe she could work this out. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that would be so much fun. We'd need a two hour show for that. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, she's getting a, a pedicure today, a manicure. Which one's for your feet? Um, The pedicure. She's doing a That's pedi right. today. So when she's done <laughs> with that, let's see if she can <laughs> set that up. She I, and Adam the Beard are both getting a pedicure <laughs> done today. That's where he's been. That's where he's been. Look out. I love that. Jeff and Jackie Jackson, uh, we're going to get them out of the green room, talk about Ignite Hope, founders of Ignite Hope and helping the modern-day orphan. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is uh, Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday. Name that Throwback Thursday song. That is Donna Summer and uh, Bad Stuff. Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff, yes. something stuff. You know the I stuff. don't know. My, yeah. my brain is a little cloudy. It was like 79 yep. or Number one song like this uh, this week in 1979. Look out, I should have been a disc jockey. You should have been. Look out. Uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, Thursday. We've got Jeff and Jackie Jackson in studio, founders of Ignite Hope. We're going to talk about the modern-day orphan. Good to have you guys. I know we're trying to adjust you there with microphones, and we were just talking today with Tiana on board as Mm -hmm. a part of the show. We've got to find... You don't have a Mr. Microphone that your kids used to play with, do you? I have one that I used to play with, that you used but to play uh, with. yeah, it's, it's long gone. We need so. a fourth, a fifth mic, yeah, right, we so, since we're uh, we're loading up the uh, show. But anyway, good to have you guys. Well, we're trying to purge at the house, and I think I have Are a Fisher-Price microphone at the house. <laughs> hey, that'll work. Because you guys have what? How many children? You have four or five, right? 4,000. 4,000? <laughs> You've lost count. It yeah. feels like that. And it's you've four. lost sleep. You don't sleep anymore, <laughs> is what I heard much. Jackie tell uh, Shamso are more than a receptionist. Mm-hmm. But you it, work like between what, nine and two or three? Nine and two or three in the morning. So when yeah. you're going to bed, I'm getting up because I get up three, three thirty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we, should you call me and wake me up now from now on, or should I call you and tell you good night? What's the deal? We could I'm, totally touch base because we're all <laughs> awake at that point. I'm just, pretty just delirious weird. at yes. that stage in the morning, so I'm not sure what you're going to get on that phone call. Okay. Hey, that might be fun though. Oh, yeah. that would be. <laughs> yeah, it, it depends on which end of the phone you're on. Well, that's right. true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. So. But uh, but yeah, that's awesome. That's how it is. Four kids. It's pretty wild, and it's amazing. After you practice not sleeping long enough, you get good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you do. Yeah. Well, you, you think you do. Function. You're so delirious, you don't know what you're doing. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> uh, he looks so familiar to me. Have we seen him before? Are you a star of stage and screen? Because you just look don't very, know very familiar. I, he has I that am. Face. I yeah. am a star of stage and screen. 
I just hadn't got there yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going to talk to you about you've got a lot of stuff in the hopper. I mean, you guys are busy. You've got a family of your own. We're going to talk about adoption, orphans. Jackie was in the foster care system a long time ago, was uh, adopted. Yes, right. Want to get into that, your devotional mm-hmm. and the software that's going on. You guys are huge. Thank you for doing what you do. We'll get into all that in just seconds. And you know they come highly recommended oh, by people that we know. Who's that? Ike Reichard no. and Kay Cagle. They're the ones that uh, suggested. Oh, you guys know Ike? We do know Ike, although it, we choose who to tell that to. <laughs> <laughs> That's you've, probably smart. <laughs> you've survived Hurricane Ike. When Ike yeah. is on the show, he blows in, he blows up, and he blows right That's out, right. doesn't he? He's but it's a lot always of fun. good to have yeah. uh, Ike on the show. Awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And Kay as as well. We're doing some work back here in the back. They're putting gates up, so the next time you're on the show, uh, you may have to pay a hundred dollars. So, yeah, what, so what I'm hearing, for, $100 for a day all these years. Now, Jackie uh, started. Uh, how many years ago you were in this building? You st- oh, out of wow. uh, Georgia State University? Did you say? Well, I, I have gone to Georgia State. I I seem to like to matriculate, so I go to a lot of different schools. Yeah, she's using big words now. <laughs> yeah. she's I, smart. I had to work that in. Um, out of Georgia, I graduated with a journalism degree. UGA? And, mm-hmm. And um, started right here in this building on the third floor. I was the PR liaison for the Atlanta Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Wow. Oh, How wow. about that? Very cool. Well, they've just decided after all these years now to put gates. And so I, I reckon we're yeah. still trying to figure this out. We're going to get a card. But our guests uh, may have to pay, but we're trying to work that out that's a, pretty a, fancy, a, as well. Somebody, well if, somebody's making some money, that's for yeah. sure. So Dan will have to park his Jaguar possibly outside of the, if we have to pay. Well, I'll have the help out here parking for me. That would be better. So Anyway, it is good, too. That's going to be interesting, isn't it? Will it will be. Yeah, it yeah. Will be. A lot of changes going on, a lot of changes in the world, but I guess orphans have been around a long time, right? And uh, you seem to be a young lady to me. You were Tell us a Bless little bit you. about That's your so your story. You know, you're, are you from South America? Is that what I read? Uh, yes, I am. I was actually born in Bogota, in yeah. Colombia. Come a little bit closer to sure. the Sure. I was born in Bogota, Colombia, yeah. and um, I was born in a convent and transferred directly into an orphanage that was just starting out. Um, so they had kind of a building and the government permits, but they weren't ready to house children yet. Huh. So I went into foster care in South America. Um, the family that took me in, I actually was um, texting this morning to ask mm. them to pray for us as wow. we're getting ready to talk to you. So I'm very blessed that the family that I went into just opened their arms wide, not only to me, but to my forever family. And we've maintained connections for decades. Wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Now, you've had a heart for orphans because at one time you were. I read that when you were vying for Miss America, was it, that you have in college, you had a heart for for orphans. That, that it, we, we always want to know, where did you get this idea? And, of course, you being at one time an orphan, that would be close to your heart. So how did this all culminate for you? Um, I think God's been kind of marinating this inside of me for about 20 years, give or take. When I was in school, um, I needed scholarship money, so I started participating in the Miss America organization. It's it's a scholarship organization. They always make sure we want to say that. Right. Um, And you have to have a platform issue, and my platform issue is working with at-risk children. Um, took me a little while to realize that was probably because that's where I started. So a lot of what we're talking about now and what we're teaching and coaching other families to do is the stuff that God started kind of organizing inside my heart several years ago. That is sweet. Now, this guy probably saw you. Did you actually compete in 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 pageants or whatever? Did this guy see you and go, 
Hey, baby, what's your sign? <laughs> what was the... I mean, come on. What Hopefully happened? you didn't use that one. Oh, no. I was a has-been by the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that crown was old and dusty. Um, she is the queen of my world. Oh, <laughs> oh look, look at that. That's super sweet. All right. Uh, but, yeah, he um, he and I met later in life with yeah. that. But um, the last title I held was Miss Atlanta. Wow. How about that? Was, now, don't tell us the year. Yeah. No, no. Okay. <laughs> But you just throw back Thursday. But you <laughs> Oh my word. Wow, look out. So uh, how'd you guys how'd you guys meet? Uh what well, what's the what's the story? Um, Do you have a dramatic story, an amazing story? Or? Well uh, You weren't stalking her, were you? Slightly. <laughs> it depends on what that means. Wants to know. Can you clarify exactly what stalking looks like? And I could tell you. Um you know, it's it's all we can say is God. I mean, it, it, he just brings people in the right place at the right time when they're ready. And, um, you know, I was attending Buckhead Church and just doing my thing and <clears throat> participating in the in the ministries there. And, and this young lady shows up one day out of nowhere. And, you know, you, you know how it looks. The light comes down from the sky. Oh, the path kind of opens glory. up. Hearts come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, the, yeah, yeah. The, Emojis or bitmojis, depending on which one you got on your phone at the moment, pop up, you know, and then, you know, she comes walking towards you and then you look up at the sky and go, thank you. Thank you, God. And then, you know, it's it's history from there. Um, that's that's how I see it. How did you see it, babe? Well, kind of the backstory is he was in lay leader, leadership at okay. um, Buckhead. Yeah. Along with my sister, he um, led a men's small group. She was leading a women's small group, so they knew each other from training and different singles stuff. So um, he was already kind of a vetted entity. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Since my sister, who I trust implicitly, very prayerful girl, um, she'd already given him the okay. So. Okay. So you she, you were vetted. It's it's all Which good. Which means I didn't hit on her. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know exactly what that means. Uh, I am blushing. Love oh, these guys. Okay. Jeff and Jackie Jackson were talking about uh, Ignite Hope. So you guys get married, and six years ago, is that where it all began as far as your family? Well, God has kind of brought our family together in crazy kind of ways. Um, and uh, all I can say is his hand has been in the middle of it. I feel like... We can both say, honestly, we've had to fight tooth and nail to become a family. Yeah. Um, and prayer has been the underpinning of all of it. Um, Ignite Hope was birthed in both of our hearts because it was the felt need when we were going through the adoption for our son, our oldest son, our second child. Yeah. Um, sometimes adoptions are pretty straightforward by the book. Yes. Um, um, her daughter. <laughs> that was, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes um, that was kind of how it was for me and my mama's heart. Um, okay. When we walked through our son's adoption, um, every single obstacle we could have hit, we did hit. Yeah. Um, And there were several times as an adoptive mama, as an adoptee, I honestly looked at my husband and told him, call the agency and pull our file. I cannot do this to my heart anymore. Mm -hmm. Which I would think would be would be something everyone would struggle with right i mean you get obstacle after obstacle you're like god is this really you Mm -hmm. did you is that the question you had in your heart well without a whoa (laughs) without a doubt yeah i'm gonna frog in my throat um so it it was absolutely wild uh crazy you know it's the wild god that you hear about uh you know that maybe people write about but we get approved for an adoption, and then like days later, we find out about this child who is in need of adoption, mm. and it was it was 
so crazy because we had so little information. He changed ages. He changed from a girl to a boy and then back to a girl, and then he was a boy again. Like, we had so little information. Hmm. There was no big file. He wasn't with an adoption agency. Hmm. Um, It was literally like word of mouth from across the country through some friends of ours, and and but I mean he was just on our hearts, and we knew that that was our child. And in less than two weeks from finding out his existence, we were on a plane headed mm-hmm. out there. My gracious! We, we had made contacts. God had brought people to us, and we're flying out there on our way to perform, you know, an adoption to to bring our child home. But then we landed and turned our phones back on and we had voicemails that the whole thing was off oh no you know it it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna go through there were some complications which you know get into all the details that's just kind of things that you want to keep a little bit private Mm -hmm. around people's adoption but sure basically the lawyer was like hey you know what we've run into an obstacle i'm not sure we can overcome wow and that's when we reached out to all of the people that we knew that were prayerful people and said, we need you now. We mm-hmm. need people praying for us. We need people praying for our son to come home. We we believe that this is our child. We believe God has led us to this point. Um, and this is what we need right now is prayer. And And people stepped up and did that for us. And we believe without a doubt if people had not done that, if if our friends had not got on their knees, then our son would be somewhere else right now and not in our home. Wow. And it's not normal people praying we're talking about. It's not like I'm praying you have a happy day. Right. Mm -hmm. What we literally call it, and this is what we tell the families that we give talks to, the families we're coaching, it's banging on the gates of heaven. Mm -hmm. And that is a whole different thing. Like it is literally waging war on your knees to get your kid home. That's awesome. Let's hear more about this story. We've got to go to a hard break. It's not the the Lord's going to bless you, sister. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jesus' name. No, this is real yeah. prayer. Ignite Hope. It's Jeff and Jackie. Jackson will come back with their story. Find out about the devotional and uh, how you can be a part of this uh, amazing uh, ministry, this amazing team. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Mediocre with a capital me- meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need some uh, Kofi fee, yes. I think, to go along with that meat. Welcome to Throwback Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. It is Throwback Thursday. And uh, let me see. That's Paul Simon, Mrs. Robinson. Not for- just Paul Simon. Oh, and our Garfunkel, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel together. 69 was the movie, Mrs. Robinson or The Graduate. So I'm going to say was six. The, was was the it? Yeah. No way. Well, I was close. I get a half a point. Yes, there. You were. So far, so good. I'm doing pretty well you on are. Throwback Thursday. Thank you so much. And your name is? Dan Radcliffe. Are you excited about Friday? At this point, Dan is almost checked out. I, I mean, am, he's yeah. like, he's got the Fridays. I mean, he just, he's. It's not Thursday, it's the day before Friday. Are you going to drink a lot of Kofifi this weekend? Probably or? so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially now that it's uh, popular because of the president. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good to have these guys here. Jeff and Jackie Jackson were talking about their story and Ignite Hope, talking about their, their children. Quite a story. 
And there's no way we can cover every jot and tittle of their story, but you can go to their website, no doubt, and their blogs to find out more. Where's a good place for folks to uh, find you? At uh, ignitehope.online, and it is .online. We were like some of the first people to get in there on the .online. I didn't know there was a .online. There you go. We are possibly the only people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, you you own it. It's a real pain when you We're going to change that. Folks are going to check you out and find out more about your story. Speaking of kids... My oldest son today is 28 years wow. old. Happy birthday, Maybe Caleb. Maybe I should sit down. I asked you if you wanted to sit down. Maybe I should sit down. Right. But Caleb Probst is uh, 28 today, so we're going to celebrate uh, tonight. His One of the birthday. most rocking drummers I know. He is a rocking. He's a great kid. He's, he's full of heart and character. He's very charismatic and very talented and handsome, just like his, his mother. His mother. Is yeah. it okay to say he's handsome like his mother? Sure he is. Okay. She yeah. did shave today, I'm sure. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, happy birthday to my uh, amazing uh, oldest son. There are three. Uh, three. But I'm not. I'm not, nowhere near you guys. So you guys have well, a whole community going on mm-hmm. in your house. It yep. sounds like he's going to have a great birthday. You're going to have a bad one. <laughs> comment about the shaving. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're busy but blessed around our house, for sure. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing your story and doing what you guys have done. Thank you for going through the hard places, because a lot of times people in their walks and their lives, it's uh, as somebody, Dr. Jill was on Tuesday, mm-hmm. I think it was, she talked about we're creatures of comfort, mm-hmm. and we tend to go to the, yes. the, the comfortable way, because if it's hard, we say, well, God must not be in this. Mm-hmm. You were sharing a story about, can I mention your son's name at all? I didn't ask you that beforehand. Is that okay? If you don't want to, it's okay. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. So talking about the Isaac, right, his, yeah. his story, which is, was quite a, a challenge. You made it through that challenge, and Isaac now is uh, at your house and a part of your family. And you, again, have four children or five? Remind me. Four. Four. The first two are adoptive. Yeah, we mm-hmm. say um, two heart babies and two belly babies. Two heart <laughs> belly babies and two belly, belly babies. babies. Did yeah. you know you were going to have uh, two belly babies? Oh, no. I mean, nobody knew. Doctors mm-hmm. said not The possible. doctor said no. Really? Yeah. And God said otherwise. Hmm. But and people ask me about that. And what I absolutely firmly believe is that it had to be those first two little souls. And they had to come with that story. They have powerful, amazing testimonies from the word go. Hmm. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Now, you were talking, we were talking off mic about prayer and the power of prayer. And sometimes we all take prayer a little bit lightly. Somebody says, will you pray for me about a certain thing? And we do pray, say, God bless you, brother, go in peace. And that's about it. But when you guys were going through your challenges, which had to help push you over the hump or the mountain that you were were climbing, right? Uh, These folks didn't just pray, God bless you, go in peace, uh, hallelujah, amen, Jesus. They were people that really were fervent in prayer and that helped you. Explain, Explain that whole process and then how Ignite Hope began to take to take birth itself. Well, Ignite Hope is literally the felt need we experienced when we started hitting all the obstacles. And as we've been talking with families walking into the space of foster care and adoption, you hit obstacles, financial, spiritual, relational. And what we are recognizing now is the more obstacles you face, the more likely that you are right in the middle of God's will. It mm. is not that he left you. It is that this is the time he has to hold you. Mm. And you may be being held broken and bloody on the ground because, y'all, you're walking onto a battlefield when you walk into yeah. the space mm-hmm. of orphan care. And it is a holy place, but it is hard. Mm. Jeff said something 
uh, which was very profound, that you guys are, as we all should be, in it for the widows and the orphans. And as soon as you step out to serve either, uh, something happens, right? Yeah. I mean, you're declaring war against the evil forces of this world, and they fight back. Mm. They don't want you to bring home an orphan or care for a widow. They don't want you to, you know, take a soul who is misplaced and, you know, potentially displaced displaced and abused and and doesn't know the word of Christ, most likely, and bring them into your home and then teach them the word of Mm -hmm. Christ. That's one more believer that you have influence over for 18 years of their life, potentially, however old they are when they come into your home. And that is an absolute loss for the enemy and a win for Jesus. And that's not what he wants to happen. So he's going to do everything he can, especially up front, the very beginning of it, to thwart the effort. Talk about the emotional roller coaster that you had. Because you said going to, to get Isaac, you thought you were going to have him. It was going to be no problem. Then you landed and got all these texts saying it, it may not happen. Talk about that emotional roller coaster and how the enemy tried to use that against you. Um, I will just say that um, a mother's heart, especially an adoptive mother's heart, is just in a very fragile place. Mm. And when you finally get the call that there is a child that you've been praying for and you've been waiting for, it's, you know, that hope deferred makes the heart sick. It's like your sick heart is finally starting to heal, but you're not fully healed yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So flying out there, I mean, we were taking pictures at Hartsfield. We were just, you know, all over the place with signs like going to get our baby, Mm -hmm. pray for us. And documenting it, thinking we're just making a little picture book for him. Um, We had a crib already at the hotel ready to welcome him. And everything fell to absolute pieces. And all I could do is hit the ground on my knees, face on the floor, and just start begging for my child. Mm. And the one thing I absolutely know is while this was happening in the middle of, you know, the country, far away from our comfort, far away from our, you know, security of our family and our friends. Um, You know, God was right there with us. But as they partnered with us in prayer, they were walking alongside us Mm -hmm. and honestly carrying us sometimes because every single time the phone rang and we got worse news and harder news and just get on a plane and go back. This is never going to happen. Um, And you're just thinking we had already spiritually adopted that kid. Like, we loved him. We were praying on his soul. We were praying for the trajectory of his life. and But we were told, you may never see him. And there was one moment when we were actually sitting in the attorney's office in one room, and his foster family was next door holding him, and I heard my little boy start crying. Oh, wow. And my heart broke because Mm. I wanted to run to him. I wanted to meet those needs, and I couldn't. If I had left that room, we would have jeopardized the entire thing. And I just had to pray, God, please let the other mama who's holding him right now, that's mothering in the middle, let him feel her love. Let him feel your love through her arms because he can't feel them through mine. Mm -hmm. Jackie Jackson, Jeff Jackson, Ignite Hope. So you've, from this point, all these components work together with your family and you started Ignite Hope to help coach and the give a voice to the orphan. Talk a little bit about that, the need. And how you coach folks, no doubt you sit down with them and you basically give them, okay, this is the hard stuff you're going to go through, and this is the stuff that you're going to really, really enjoy. How does that, how do you guys do that? Well, it started off originally um, very organically. You know, God's got a bigger plan than, of course, we can even see right now at this time in this space. And 
you know, years ago, people were just coming to us. Hey, I've got a friend who is getting ready to adopt. They've got a ton of questions. Can they come talk to mm-hmm. you? And then, of course, we're advocates for adoption. So mm-hmm. we, we want to bring them into our home, tell them everything that they need to know and encourage them and pray for them. And, and so that's what we did for years. Um, and then our hearts were just burdened to the point where we just almost didn't have a choice but to take a step further mm-hmm. and go ahead and start an organization and start sharing this with a wider range of people um, through our devotionals, which are on version and iDisciple, through uh, the book that she's written, God's Got This, um, and, uh, and just through our blog and our website. Um, one thing that um, there was kind of a, a moment, if you will, that God really revealed to us that this, this was happening. We were going into the space, whether we liked it or not. Um, we had the opportunity to travel with our church um, to East Asia and serve in a special needs orphanage. Mm. And um, you cannot go into that room with those kids and not have just be completely broken. Um, because we have now seen and experienced on the adoption end, um, walking through it several times now with us and our extended family and my my family, and then going into this orphan care space globally. Um, I've served in a couple different countries. I actually got the opportunity to serve in the orphanage where I had first been placed in Korea wow. as my first mission trip. Wow. And so at seeing all these things, God just started, you know, massaging our hearts and saying, like, just get ready and um was it 14 or 16 weeks after we got off the plane um, from that trip to East Asia, Jeff came to me and said, God is saying start an orphan care ministry. I need to step away from my job, and we need to be all in. And he did this when I was four months pregnant with our fourth. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm a homeschooling mom. You know, there's not a lot of benefits and you know, security in that already. Yeah. Um, it was honestly terrifying, um, but I think that's kind of where God wants you to be. I think the you know sanctuary God we have where it's peaceful and easy and mm-hmm. God isn't going to lead you in the mess he's going to lead you away from it and I think God's saying wade into the messy yeah. be bold and he's going to carry jump. you through it yeah. yeah did you ring your prayer folks up and say hey we just I think we heard the voice of God but help yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's always <laughs> I heard the voice of God help <laughs> I mean I will say he's infinitely more obedient and prayerful yeah Wow, what a story. Let's continue on. We want to talk about the devotional. We're already into the fourth segment here after this break. Uh, we've got a short time, so I need to get uh, more into how folks can be a part of Ignite Hope as well. You guys are amazing. Jeff and Jackie Jackson, Ignite Hope. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Two hosts, one radio program. Because we take this so seriously, usually. Faith Talk Live. On Faith Talk Atlanta. Dan be dancing because it's getting closer to Friday. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, Dan, it is my oldest son's birthday and it is Throwback Thursday, so we got to sit pretty right here with okay. Jeff and Jackie okay. Jackson here on a Thursday. Our third banana, Tiana Bogino, way over there in uh, the corner, probably on Facebook and watching cat videos. <laughs> Welcome to Throwback Thursday. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And actually, she watches pig videos, not uh, cat oh, videos. Oh, I forgot. She loves She's pigs, into those so. miniature. 
tiny little. Those you guys have pets pigs. at all? My math teacher in high school had one of those little a pet mini, pigs. A mini pet pig. pig. Yeah. I've never yeah. even seen a mini pig. But yeah, we have a mini dog, a toy sized um, papillon. Oh, like okay. A little three and a half though. pound soaking wet, which is a brilliant idea when you have four little pigs. <laughs> 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 a lot of tail pulling. Yeah. No doubt with your family. <laughs> we want to talk more about your story, uh, Ignite Hope, and we want folks to go there and uh, be a part of it. Thank you so much for giving us little gifts. Dan, you want to hold your. Your shirt up yeah, there. Yeah, look at this. Now, these were created. The logo was created by Jeff, and these there are very, are. very well done. So there you go. And, again, they can go to what is the – it was online, I know. It's IgniteHope.online. Awesome. IgniteHope.online. And what's the Facebook – just like it sounds. What's the Facebook page? Uh, it's I Hope for Orphans. I Hope for yes. Orphans. Twitter okay. and Facebook. Okay. Yeah, and it's I Hope, the number four orphans okay they have quite a story quite a ministry and again we're just scratching the surface barely you can find out more by going there to find out more Uh, jackie's got a devotional which i hope to have time to talk about in this segment but first tomorrow's show it's going to be a great show author and motivational speaker marvin pender will be here and we're going to talk with him and then we'll close it out of the week next week it'll be all best ofs uh, because we'll be on uh, assignment. My wife's having surgery next mm-hmm. week, so we're just going to cool it and chill. We'll be back the week after and hit the uh, ground uh, running. And meanwhile, Jeff and Jackie Jackson ignite hope, being a voice for the modern day orphan. Now we talked about prayer, we talked about your your journey, and miracles are somehow involved in that because uh, today you have little Isaac at home along with your other kids there. That's pretty miraculous, right? Well, it is, and. So the way that this whole thing panned out, and it, I need to put it in perspective with a time frame, is that we found out about our son at the very beginning of November. And on Veterans we, Day. On Veterans Day, mm-hmm. that's right. I remember that now. On Veterans Day, I'm a veteran. That's why she pointed that okay. out. <laughs> um, Thank you him. for serving. We yes. appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> and we we found out about him on, on Veterans Day, like she said, and we went through this journey of going there, and then my wife spent two weeks there. I had to fly home because the process was taking longer than planned, and somebody had to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And then I flew back out there for the finalization. That whole process of finding out about him, flying out, going through the turmoil, which we don't have enough time for the whole story today, and then finally bringing him home was a span of about 45 days. Mm. And that is a lot of... Um, that, that is a lot to happen in a very short period of time. But, you know, what I love about God is that when you step out and you trust him, which we absolutely had no choice at this point when we got there and the <laughs> adoption went sideways and we started asking for prayer, we had no choice but to trust God at that point mm-hmm. because it was completely out of our hands. Mm-hmm. We had nothing that we had the power over other than praying. And and when you step out and, and you depend on God and you put your complete faith in him, he shows up with miracle after miracle. It's literally almost every other day a, a true miracle came through for us. Um, you know, like, first of all, the the pers- the lawyer we had, I mean, it was just, just him was a miracle. Um, when I flew back out there to pick up, to, to do the finalization, we couldn't afford like one of those big SUVs that were mm-hmm. very expensive, so mm-hmm. I rented like a Toyota Camry, um, which <laughs> would be for you know a car seat, a, a couple a, car seats, a, a couple yeah a couple car seats, me and her, which is basically on most of the space, you know our, our 
our all of our stuff. And then a family that we met there who adopted us essentially while we were there gave us literally 70 pounds of boys' clothes to take home. <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh. Um, wow. And West Delta, they let us bring it back because it was an adoption. They didn't charge us for the extra bag. Yeah, wow. like, oh, how cool is that? Like Thank that. you, Delta. I mean, that yeah. probably wouldn't happen today, but that's a miracle <laughs> in itself. Um, but, but, and basically, we get there, and I arrive at midnight, and i am been an auto mechanic for a long time. I pull out of the parking lot in this Toyota Camry, and I start hearing, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, that's a wheel bearing. There's a right rear wheel bearing going bad in this thing. I'm not going to take it. They need to fix it. Yeah. So I take it back, and I was like, I need a different car. The wheel bearing's bad. Well, the only thing we've got to replace it with is that big SUV over there. <laughs> oh, oh wow. darn. Cool. I was like, mm, that's a bummer. <laughs> and it was good because when we left the house, like, I held the stuff in, and she shut the door in the wow. back. You know, we had, like, that much stuff with our luggage and all the things that we were taking home. And, you and know. And a baby. And, and, and a baby. And a baby, most yeah. importantly. But, I mean, we had a family just open up their house and leave us a place to stay for a week and a half. They give us a wow. hole upstairs. And then we got the call that the adoption got bumped up a week earlier than we were anticipating because the issue that we were having reconciled itself. Hmm. And we got him. We brought him home December 13th. The day we were supposed to finalize was December 19th. Okay. Wow. On December 19th, the biggest blizzard that has hit Oklahoma in 100 years hit Oklahoma. And we would have been there trying to finalize an adoption and get home during Christmas in the middle of a blizzard if we would have been there a week later. Wow. Wow. How about that? But instead, we watched it on the news. <laughs> and which, celebrated his first Christmas together. Yeah. That's awesome. As a family. So Now, these mean, are miracles. These are modern-day miracles that are happening Right there, right before your eyes. Well, just for an adoption to begin and end in 45 days alone. That's amazing. That's finalization. That's everything's done. Wow. That in itself is a miracle, and it was completely private. They were never with an agency, and, I mean, it literally came through the word of mouth. And actually, that was the last year um, that the adoption tax credit was refundable. Um, That's actually a huge thing. If you go to adoptiontaxcredit.org right now, um, it's coming up before Congress that they are thinking about uh, allowing refundability again, and that is one tax credit. You know, a lot of times Congress doesn't like to do refundability. Yeah. Um, this was 100% when they went back and tracked it. Every single adoptive family that was given that refund used it for the care of their children, for getting, you know, a van if they had a special needs child, building a ramp, paying off adop- adoption tax credits wow. from before. So it was just amazing that um, – we were able to kind of slide in by, what was it, 16 days and get that, what we needed because since it wasn't through our agency, it ended up being three times as expensive as mm. we thought it would be. God covered every single dime. Yeah. What an amazing story, Very Jeff cool. and Jackie Jackson, Ignite Hope. We got a little less than two minutes. Let's talk about real quickly your devotional uh, through all these trials, victories, and oh. challenges. <laughs> the camera's over there. There you go. <laughs> where I'm looking. Leave it to a camera guy. He knows exactly where the camera is. Uh, real quick, uh, this devotional is for whom? Um, the devotional is honestly for families walking into the space of adoption. But the difference is um, it's a strategic prayer guide. It kind of shares our story, um, a little bit of my you know, take as an adoptee and also as an adoptive mama. We also included one paragraph with every section of a daddy's take because 
uh, orphan care is incredibly female driven. There's a shocking lack of testosterone in mm. orphan care. Mm. Um, but he has a heart to be that daddy voice and to speak into other men's life. So a guy might not pick up this devotional and read it, um, but he will listen to a paragraph just mm-hmm. sharing what another guy went through. There are prayers written out if you're not comfortable, you know, coming up with your own prayer. There are scriptures included. And then there's an action plan. So if you have community around you, small groups, neighbors, your extended family, you can kind of help them. Awesome. And they can get this book where? At Amazon or um, through Kindle. Awesome. Real quick, the website Ignite Hope. Dot online. All right, check it out. Uh, love your story. Would love to have you back. Give you a little more time, and we can talk more about your amazing family, your amazing ministry. We appreciate you. Have a great uh, Throwback Thursday, everybody. Tomorrow, Melvin Pender mm-hmm. will be our guest. He is an author and a motivational speaking. Dan won't need motivation. I might, <laughs> but he's Friday. here tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. I'm Rick Pro. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.